What's up, guys, gals, and pals? This is Nicole. We also have Megan and Katie, and this is Double Waved Yellows, an F1 podcast. On today's episode, we will be discussing the Australian GP. You might be wondering, hey, where are the other two? And you would be right. That is a valid thought. We recorded the whole episode, and then when I went to edit it together, I realized that my audio had been deleted. So as a backup, we have the Zoom audio, but about 10 minutes of that is missing, so I'm just going to recap um, what we talked about. Um, I'm sorry, and this will never happen again. Technology is difficult. So there wasn't a lot of news, like relevant news, to talk about. So we started the weekend with FP1. Um, there were a couple of red flags in FP1, one caused by Checo when a piece of the car flew flew off and had to be collected, and then the second one was caused by Sebastian Vettel, who stopped on track because his engine lost power. Not a great weekend for Sebastian Vettel. Uh, he then, now famously, proceeded to drive a scooter back to the pit lane on track and later received a $5,000 fine. Um, this, will, this was also Seb's first race of the season, and he did not get a lot of track time. Um, in FP2, there was another red flag because Lance, Lance, there was another red flag because Lance lost a piece of his car and Seb did not get to participate because they were still fixing it from FP1. Um, right before FP3, the FIA announced that one of the four DRS zones would be removed. Both Astons crashed in the session, um, making it unlikely that they would both be able to participate in qualifying. Also interesting, Lando Norris led this session. Um, that's essentially it. Now back to your regularly scheduled programming. Uh, should we get into qualifying now? Yeah. Q1. Canadian um, on Canadian crime. Truly a catastrophe. <laughs> yeah. I mean... It, was it whose fault was it? it well it was pro- it was more lance's fault i think which yeah. is was, a bummer it's not my canadian he was given a three-place grid penalty yeah i'd say it was like 80 percent lance's fault 20 percent latifi's fault yeah um yeah. latifi's getting like all the blame though on social media and stuff because people because hate has. him and it's so annoying well, because you, say, you was... hate him or they hate him? They hate him. I, oh. He's my Iranian buddy. I like him enough. I'm question some things about Williams, but yeah. that comes with me joining the sport and supporting Williams. So he's got to stop crashing, though. This wasn't necessarily his fault, but but he's costing them a lot of money. And granted, good for. <laughs> George and, and Nikki for getting them the P8 money, but mm-hmm. yeah, um, which makes me, makes me think. I wonder because, well, I mean, I'm gonna get into the race a little bit, but he finished like way behind everyone, right? Latifi, mm, yeah. I did they mention him once in the entire race? Going so slow, I I, it makes me think. Oh, you know what? I think Fernando might have. Oh, well, Fernando was last, yeah. Um, but at, I think he was just like, please don't crash into me. Please don't crash into me. I'm going to stay back here. Yeah. And also, you know, but I think this anyway. race for him was all about just getting the car home in one piece. He did. Yeah. Good for him. He succeeded. 
good thing about the crash is that um, Aston Martin was able to fix Seb's car and he got to go out and set a time. Yeah. Not that it was a good time, but he set a time. And he got that experience. Yep. He set a time. It was not great. It was not bad. It was not bad for having the running that he did. (laughs) It makes me think, where would he have finished if he didn't set a time? When he still have started, um, what did he start, like 18th? Because, uh, well, Albon was uh, disqualified, but he also had a three-place grid penalty, and um, Lance had a three-place grid penalty. So Seb didn't set a time. Alex automatically had to be P20. Mm -hmm. And so the previous grid drop, so that would have had Lance at P19, Seb would have had to be P18, but he set above Latifi. Oh, right. So he ended up P17. So he got one place higher by setting his time. Yeah. All right. Good for him. Yeah. Um, so who was kicked out in Q1? Lance Stroll, <coughs> Gliss Latifi, Sebastian Vettel. Magnuson. Yeah, oh, that's right. And um, Albon. Alex Albon. And that's from 20th to 16th. Mm-hmm. Q2. I don't, I don't have any notes Q2. on anything happening in Q2. <laughs> I, don't I don't remember Q2 at all. It was the most calm <laughs> session. So out in Q2. Oh, Mick Schumacher made it into Q2. Yeah. Remember that? That was exciting. Uh, Pierre Gasly was 11th. Valtteri Bottas, 12th. Yuki Tsunoda, 13th. Zhou Guan Yu, 14th. Right. Um, Valtteri lost his 103 consecutive Q3 streak. So that was kind of a bummer, but and Mick Schumacher was in 15th but yeah that was his first time and he was kind of disappointed he thought he had um the pace to get into Q1 mm-hmm. Q3 <sighs> I do it every time I do it every it time be the other way around and, but whatever what do I know because <laughs> one is better than three yeah okay Q1 three <laughs> Q3 <laughs> my only note was just about Alonzo. That was exciting. I was about to type out to one of my friends. Honestly, just give me an Alonzo poll already. I just feel it happening. Three seconds later, he crashed. It was, it was, my, dad. My dad it was said so something. exciting. He was like, don't bin it. And then like two seconds later, crashed. Because they were focusing on the Ferraris. They were focusing on the Red Bulls. And then all of a sudden, Alonzo's time came up and he had a purple sector and mm-hmm. everyone was like oh my god and then he crashed yeah yeah and then he found out it was a hydraulic issue right his engine just like shut off yeah and he couldn't get out of fault. fourth gear question mark he couldn't change his gears that's all I yeah mean. he couldn't change yeah. his gears now i am beginning to enjoy watching fernando race just yes, like i was- welcome I was like, oh, okay. I still don't really like him, like outside of him driving, but I I still want Oscar in his seat. But that's another issue Mm -hmm. that I have something to bring up later on. Um, yeah. So I'm I'm getting there on Fernando. I'm beginning to really only dislike Carlos and Checo. And oh, I had an e list. An e list. 
yeah, sorry, it might sound harsh, but <laughs> when at the post race, it was every time a driver came on, and my first reaction was ew, uh, which I feel like is my updated, like I don't really like them list, and I can't explain why. Um, the Matt Damon list, if you will, <laughs> is uh, Oscar. Still, he's just got the smugness that I don't like. Uh, Alex still there. Uh, Esteban Ocon and uh, Lando has joined the list so my, exciting times my you list is just Carlos Checo but not really and half of Fernando I'm I, I, beginning I to reason. enjoy Esteban I don't he, know why <laughs> for me he was trying to be charming and that's just not his vibe for me like he can't I don't believe it. Also, I have a reason for disliking Carlos, so he's not on my U list. That's real. That that's real. I don't I don't feel like I have anyone on my U list. You don't dislike anyone and that's fair. That's probably I mean, healthier. I don't, I don't hate anybody, but I don't root for Carlos and Checo at all. Yeah, like I wasn't upset that he things happened to him in the race that happened yeah do we want to just finish qualifying real quick and then we'll oh yeah, yeah. talk about the race that's probably so, a good idea yeah. we talked about fernando crashing yeah he and was so on a flyer almost got pole mm-hmm. charles crossed the finish line set his time seconds later the red flag came out and carlos missed it by like a couple of seconds uh so he didn't set a time so i think we only had the red bulls charles and like one other person who had set a time the mercs i think so but they were not great times yeah it doesn't matter that much carlos didn't get his time and that's kind of what matters and then everyone went back to the pits and they cleared his car and there was like six minutes left it was a reasonable amount of time so much so Mm -hmm. that people didn't really go out right away once the clock started again and um this is because i i've said it before i just listen to charles's radio because it makes me calmer And he went out and he said, I want Carlos to be ahead of me this time. And they were like, okay, you got it. And then he, they were going to do a out lap and then a prep lap. And then they're set their times. Mm -hmm. And so, well, he was about right before he was about to start his prep lap. He goes, where's Carlos? And they said, uh, he's still in the garage. He has a problem. And that's when I was like, oh, I have such conflicting feelings when Carlos has problems because I'm like, yay, I don't want Carlos to do better than Charles, but I also don't want it to be a reliability issue that just brings Ferrari down. Mm-hmm. Um, so I'm always really worried about that. But he eventually did come out of the garage. He did not get ahead of Charles, but um, he did try to set his times. We found out it was a starter issue. The car wouldn't start. Uh, Carlos firmly blamed his team which I mean it, it is their fault but I mean is that a great look <laughs> to just outwardly Not blame your team great. like that no and and you know it, yes it wasn't something he did wrong I don't think but well, still be like oh it's a bummer hopefully we can all get it fixed and the team can can mm-hmm. fix it like be more positive like how some of the other yeah so he got out some issues with their um w13 um (laughs) so he got out late and so he didn't get to do a proper prep lap 
which is why his car his tires weren't warm enough and he was reportedly sliding all over the place and he went off on a corner so I guess his performance was a bit his fault but he was kind of working with what he had yeah um, but his attitude about it was just so bothersome yeah his so attitude I, this whole season has been which I predicted mm. I, because I yeah. predicted Charles would be better and I don't think Carlos is going to handle it very well yeah um, well, and because, also okay, Ferrari loves yeah. Charles and that's not gonna they're never gonna even if Carlos is better than Charles you know sometimes there will always feel some type of way for Charles yeah, yeah. I mean I can't confirm so this comparison may not be great but like is Charles like how Ferrari felt about Michael Katie and then Carlos is whatever teammate I mean Michael probably had. I think I it's, think a, it's lot a lot like Max is the golden child of Red Bull and Charles is the golden child of Ferrari yeah, yeah I think it's a little deeper than their relationship with Michael just because he was in the Ferrari Driver Academy and he's been with them for forever and there's the whole mm-hmm. Jules connection yeah that's true um but yeah I don't know but I did feel really bad for Carlos after his qualifying blunder because he didn't so because he didn't uh, have like the proper warmth in his tires he didn't set a good time he ended up qualifying ninth um so I went I looked for his interview after the race to see what happened and that's when I saw his little reaction and his little attitude and I sent the video to Megan and I was like, I don't, I don't really know what I was expecting, but it was, I hated it. That was awful. And I was like, I don't know why I expected anything other than to be really angry at this. Yeah. I ended up not even finishing watching it. I was like, this it is got, making me angry. It got, it got worse at the end too. He just completely blamed his team and he was upset. He talked about, which fair enough, he was really angry and he probably wouldn't stop being angry until he went to sleep. Um. And I can't imagine how he felt after the race. Yeah. But so that was kind of it for qualifying. Charles got pole. Mm-hmm. Max second. Checo third. Lando. Yeah, yep. that was a. Yeah, the McLarens had a resurgence. Yeah, they had a good weekend. Yeah, and then we had the Mercs of Lewis Hamilton and George Russell. Lewis did. So the first, their first laps, George um was out qualified lewis and then lewis did barely beat george um their second time and then daniel qualified seventh esteban ocon eighth carlos Sainz ninth and fernando alonso who didn't set his time in 10th yeah it was a long quality it was almost two hours yeah. it was, i was like i just need to go to sleep but i'm awake so i guess i'm watching yeah it was a 11 p.m which Mm -hmm. you know our friends and uh, people that we know on the east coast struggle yeah but much worse for them this is a little unrelated but but i was watching um death the nile death on the nile which is like a a murder mystery movie right before quali and i got to 20 minutes left in the movie before qualifying started and i didn't get to find out who killed anyone and then I had to watch qualifying for like two hours <laughs> and I was waiting to find out who killed them. And then I had to go back and watch it. And I did, but that was a little bit of a misfortune on my part. Yeah. Do you recommend the movie? Honestly, probably not. 
<laughs> murder on the orient express was better it was a little disappointing okay all right good to know i'll love that I movie rex with nicole <laughs> we should introduce that segment we very well could the race yeah so it was saturday night for us yeah uh-huh uh, I don't remember what was changed, but Max and maybe Checo changed parts of the car because there's a new gearbox yeah. rule, which was mad confusing for us, but I think we figured it out. <laughs> we were all like texting trying to figure out the number of like gearboxes and how many are in their pools and stuff like that. Yeah, which is, oh no, we didn't maybe figure this one out. We figured the <laughs> reprimands out. There's a new rule that, so last year and like the years before, if you changed your gearbox and it wasn't as a result of a crash the race before. So basically if you, if you change your gearbox between uh, free practice three and the race, you had a five place grid penalty, but um, now they changed it to a pull system. So you get three, maybe four, maybe five. We don't really know. Maybe even six. Things. Oh Yeah. <laughs> And you can just like exchange them throughout the season until like those run out and then you get a penalty. Mm -hmm. Speaking of penalties and things that are allowed, um, both Yuki and Fernando are on their third engines. Did you say things that are allowed? Allowed. (laughs) (laughs) The engines are allowed. That's true. I thought you were like talking about how Yuki yells a lot. This episode is a whole mess. It is. It's because the weekend was really weird for us, and it's indeed we didn't watch a race this morning. Anyway, um, Yuki and Fernando are on the third engines. Lando is on his second of the season of the three that they're allowed before engine penalties. That's wild. Right? Yeah. <laughs> Did that rule change? I'm pretty sure it hasn't, but I also feel like someone would have said something by now. Like the reprimands, I didn't find out until. So maybe we should mention that real quick. Yuki's on his third reprimand, fourth, third, or drive, third, and they're all driving um, reprimands. So before mm-hmm. the season, again, they just decided to change rules. I don't know when they did. They tell anyone? I don't but, think that they did. <laughs> um, before the season, it was if you received three reprimands in a season, so not a calendar year like um, penalty points, but if it was in a season and two of them were driving, you would get a 10-place grid drop. Um, so when I heard Yuki got his third, I was like, what gives? And then I looked into it, and they changed it to five reprimands in a season, and four of them, that's what we figured out. It's four have to be driving um, related. And Yuki's on three, and they're all driving related. In the third race. Yeah. Poor little Yuki's. I don't see a world where he doesn't get five. Yeah, yeah. I'm kind of excited. I like penalty, good penalties. I, I like them when they're safe. I don't like the crash ones. Those. Yeah, like when you cause a crash. I prefer the ones where they happen during practice or qualifying, and then so it goes to the race, and not from race to the following race. Because sometimes Alex. I forget about mm-hmm. them. Like yeah. Alex had a three place grid penalty, but he was Did disqualified for yeah, not, not providing a fuel sample. But dude had a good race, so we'll get into that. Mm-hmm. I have notes, not very detailed, but are we pre race now or are we race? 
I think we're race. Okay. <laughs> what was that? I'm so tired. <laughs> I've been traveling all week. Okay, so now we have the race, and the starting grid was. I actually don't have the right starting grid. <laughs> um, was it... I'm gonna try to go from memory. I'm gonna try. I'm gonna try. Okay. From memory. From from the back. Let's just see how we from go. The back? Okay. Somebody. Um. Okay. So, Alex P20, Albon, Stroll, Latifi, Vettel, Magnussen, Schumacher. Joe. <laughs> Joe Sonoda. Yeah. Um. Botas. Botas. Gasly. Gasly. Alonzo. Oh, I've got that. Signs. Signs. Ocon. Signs. Ocon. Ricardo. Russell. <laughs> Norris. Perez. First captain. Leclerc. Yay, we did it. <laughs> um, so we're lights out now. Yes. And I have nothing. Uh, I but- The interesting thing that I've noticed is um, obvious, but you know, last season Ferrari was in the midfield and I knew everything that was going on. And now I know who's in first and who's in second and that's it. <laughs> so. Yeah, I was pretty good at the back markers last season because, you know, Williams was uh, mm-hmm. back there. Um, so I'm doing okay. So I was following... George, of course, and Charles, but I'm less worried about him. I leave that to Nicole because I feel like if there's something that goes wrong, she'll let us know immediately. I'll <laughs> let you know. If I can type, sometimes my hands don't work. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, so um, I pay attention to George and I pay attention to Seb usually, although this weekend was not necessarily the best time for that, and mm-hmm. to Alex, which I have some amazing notes that as we go through the race. Yeah. Uh-huh. So at the start, Lewis jumped Checo, yes, which actually yes. was really exciting. I was like, oh my God, thank you. Separate those Red Bulls. Separate them. Yes. And then the W13 had pace. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Also, Lando dropped back. Yes. Yeah. Did he drop he back got behind? swallowed up. Did he drop back behind George in the first lap? Or Yes. Yeah. So he dropped to six. And so signs it, moved backwards. Oof, that's a whole that story. Was a horrible he, start. He lost okay. five places. Okay, on so the he, first lap. before the um before the race started, his steering wheel wasn't working, so they switched it. Ferrari gave him a new steering wheel, and they think I think the story is it maybe wasn't set up right, mm-hmm. and so when they went to start, anti stall um took place, and he had to switch gears or something something manually which is why he got off slow and then he was on the hards and he couldn't get temperature and then he just got like i'm just saying he just seemed to get like impatient and frustrated Mm -hmm. and had his little incident incident so that's that was lap two yeah but it was like 50 percent ferrari's fault 50 percent carlos's fault uh and carlos definitely said that he did he said hey, this is Ferrari's fault. And also I may have made a mistake. <laughs> yeah. So um, note that I wrote Carlos spins, S-P-I-N-Z. I, and that yeah, was an accident, also... <laughs> but it worked. 
Um, I had a heart attack too, just because like I, I said, I was watching Charles's radio. I know where he is. I can see him on the timing screen. I can see him on the, the TV, but I see a Ferrari in the ground and I panicked for a it's while, panic. but I was okay. I saw 55 on the helmet too, but I was just like, just show me he's okay. No, yeah. And, and I was like, okay, is he okay? Is he okay? All right, good. Tell me That's... it's not reliability. And when he had his moment, they mentioned us double waved yellows they did we got a double double waved yellows mention mm-hmm. and then there was a virtual safety car which didn't really make sense because it lasted just... longer than i would have expected it to and yeah then, so again they... i think they're just doing that um as default they go virtual safety car and then safety car but it did last a little longer than the other ones in the past yeah. mm-hmm. um and yeah. real quick i wa- when i was rewatching the race i watched the f1 tv feed and they were way harsher on Carlos than hmm. the Sky F1 team. Hmm. Interesting. Yeah, I was enjoying it. Um, <laughs> I wrote that Crofty said George was using a little bit of Russell muscle. <laughs> Why? I mean, it's funny. I had some friends who haven't really watched much F1 before, and they were watching it last night because it was on at nighttime. And so um, my friend was like, why in the world did he just say Russell Muscle? And so it was really funny. And then under the virtual safety car, Lance Pitt. Yeah, this was weird. And then I got it. Then the safety car came out. And then Lance Pitt again. Yeah. What was the deal with that? They cycled out the medium tires. (gasps) Yeah. So, and it didn't like cause any problems or anything. Because he was already last. He didn't put him far behind or anything, so it mm-hmm. was kind of cool. I was like, okay, I what it. are they doing? I thought that there was a mistake, but then I was yeah. like, oh, all right. That's again on, they the F1 done TV, Alex. on the F1 TV feed, they were they caught on way quicker than the Sky F1 team and what mm-hmm. he was doing, and they were like, that's actually really smart. I want to see how this plays out. Mm-hmm. Of course, we really didn't because in the second safety car, Lance put again, um, because probably those those cards wouldn't have lasted to the end, but right. Yeah. I still appreciate it. Yes. Mm-hmm. Okay. So then the safety car came out and then it came back in and there was the Max Verstappen rule mention. Mm-hmm. That was lap seven. Foreshadowing. Mm-hmm. Note at this point that Alex was P17. Yes. Having started P20. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So Checo passes Lewis on lap 10. Yep. That was a nice little battle. Wished it would have been a little bit harder and there would have been not as much of a pace deficit, but the W13 held on a lot better than what it looked like was going to happen this weekend, mm-hmm. especially yeah. considering they did not bring any upgrades to Australia. Yeah. Yeah. At about, about lap 12, Max complained of graining and mm-hmm. he started following off the pace kind of rapidly. Like Charles was lapping like a half a second to a full second faster. Yeah. And then... The next lap, Mick started kind of moving backwards because Magnuson passed him and then Joe passed him. I was like, oh dear, something's happening. But nothing was, so that's good. But I was worried for a minute. Then I started noticing that Charles was pulling a big old gap on Max. Mm -hmm. That's when I started writing each lap and the time difference. Mm. Because I was panicking because I was sure something bad was going to happen. <laughs> yeah. Um, um, okay, where are we? 
Next thing I have is Verstappen Pitts. Did something happen between that? Um, oh, in lap 17, Magnuson went off similarly to Signs, and he like almost rammed into Botas, but he was actually able to like keep it straight on the grass rather than spinning and almost collecting cars. So mm-hmm. that was yes, bad, but true. good. Yeah. Max Pitt, lap 19. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. After that, I have Alex was at P13. Moving on up. Hasn't pit. Yep. Okay. Then Perez pits lap 21. And he was sliding all over the place mm-hmm. before that. Trying to yes. battle with Lewis or Lewis was behind him. No. Lewis was behind yeah. close to getting up, but not really. Mm-hmm. And then uh, Charles. Go ahead. I was panicking because I'm still afraid of Ferrari messing up strategy. Mm-hmm. Um, and I was, I knew Max pitted early. Um, because he hadn't was losing you know he had bad tire deg and Charles didn't like his tires were fine um but I was just still scared and they did Ferrari did tell him that if they pit now he'd be 10 seconds ahead of Max so Charles said okay we'll just keep going so they did so and then Charles pit lap 22 came out 23 but oh was it 23 because I have Lewis pits lap 23 but I know they they pit really, at the same time. Oh, they pit at the same time. And then, so that left George out, but Charles came out like half a second in front of George. So yeah. that was, George was not going to go after. Lap 24, what is there? There's a safety car. This, I, yeah. okay, I first saw the safety car and I panicked uh, because I was like, Charles just pit. That's a huge bummer. And then I realized it wouldn't have mattered. Yeah. Like he still would have been first. So then I felt not so bad. Um, and then I noticed that George would, you know, benefit, which he did. He did. He came out P3 behind Max. Max and ahead of Checo. And ahead of Checo. And, and then, then Lewis gets his little message that he lost position essentially. Mm-hmm. And so the safety car came out and it took a them a little bit to tell us why the safety car came out just had yellow flags after one and three mm-hmm. but metal crashed and he had a really really bad weekend he ended up going to the medical center because his sensors registered that his crash was over 15 g's but he was fine just kind of bummed up for the race and then took a lot of responsibility for it i don't know what was his fault versus what was the team's fault but he did take responsibility yeah yeah so. metal was like he had a sick burn during practice. Well, I guess he didn't say it. Um, Ted said it. Said, Ted said that Seb told him because Ted asked uh, if he had named the car yet. And he said, no, it's not fast enough to name. <laughs> was, uh, yikes. Uh, he also yeah. said there's so many things wrong with the car. And yeah. he just does not look thrilled. Happy. Yeah. And I'm feeling a retirement. I know we're not talking about it (laughs) we're not even considering it until around summer break okay even Kimmy looked happier to be there last season yeah (laughs) yeah Yeah. so we're we're not gonna talk about it yet okay okay and then so yeah I have George pits under safety car into third place Alex moves up to p10 safety car in lap 27 this restart was so stressful yes yeah Maxwell almost got ahead so 
before Charles only had a lap on the hard tires and the hard tires were taking a while to warm up. Max had already done like five or four, I think five extra laps on the hard tires and he had started setting fast laps. So his were warmed and ready. And then they did the safety car and they lost temperature again. So I was terrified for the restart because I thought his tires weren't going to be um, good. And I was right. Mm. But it, so they went to the restart. Charles went a little wide because he had no grip. And then him and Max were right next to each other going into turn one. But Charles was able to stay ahead. And then George was the gap. right behind. Yeah. I, I was like, help. Thank you, George. Whoa. <laughs> Appreciate George Russell. Mm-hmm. Um, Alonzo was P4. He had not pit yet. So yeah. we knew he wasn't going to stay there. Um, I kept telling him to defend like a lion because <laughs> Perez was going to come for George. He did not defend like a lion. He defended like a kitten. Yes. George held third. I had the little like, aww emoji next to my note because he was holding on for a while his engineer told him to save the tires instead of fighting he goes that's not what I want to hear and I don't know who his engineer I don't know who his engineer is if I'm being fully honest but he seems very sweet Mm -hmm. very calming very reassuring kept reminding him to drink water um this was the first time I listened to to George's radio because normally in the morning I'm too tired to think about it so I was listening to George's radio and it was cool very nice engineer I wish she'll find out his name Charles's engineer does not come to drink water (laughs) it's fun to listen to the um like choose someone to listen to their radio because sometimes you can like know things ahead of time Mm -hmm. because it's like you would see the yellow like within when Vettel went off I saw the yellow and I'm like oh who is it and then like two seconds later mix engineer is telling him it's Vettel and so I'm like oh so then I'm like able to feel all cool and like tell my family before they know and I'm like oh it's Vettel they're like what Mm -hmm. and I'm like don't worry it's reassuring and I like it however this week I had three things I usually (gasps) have three things but they were all on different delays so the race and my team radio were almost the same. The team radio was a little quicker, but then mm-hmm. my live timing was like half a second quicker. Oh, wow. um, so interesting. I guess we'll get to it in a bit. But when Max started falling down the time, I noticed it on the timesheet for a while before it started happening. I was mm-hmm. very interested, but mm-hmm. interesting because, yeah. well, we'll get to it, but his engineers didn't note that. They were like, everything's fine. Yeah. Who's engineers? Max. They didn't see any any kind of issues or anything. Oh, that's right. Um, on lap um, 36, Perez overtakes George. It was noted that Stroll was leaving on the streets. Later on, we find out he got a five-second penalty, but I will mention that now. Before that was the whole, I guess it was during the safety car, the Mick Sunoda, like that whole thing that was really sketch that was crazy I think they said okay it was the f1 tv broadcast they said because I missed what happened with the investigation if anything ever happened with it but they said Gasly Schumacher and Sonoda were investigation and they said it was mostly uh Pierre's fault because he was ahead of them and he was probably the ones slowing down or something that messed Mm -hmm. with it 
but like Mick that was, was bad. this close to disaster. Yes. And then he was like, holy cow, they're driving erratically. And it was so cute because like most drivers swear like mm-hmm. a lot. But you have Mick coming in and saying, holy cow. <laughs> He's so cute. I love Mick. He's too precious for his own good. Then what happens? <coughs> then what happens? Where are we now? Max is DNF for me. Yeah. yeah. I just saw a Red Bull pull off to the side of the road and I'm like, please don't be Max. Please be Perez. And so I'm like looking to see if it's the neon T-bar and it's not. I'm just like, mm. So like I said, I saw the time him fall off the timing sheet um, before. So I knew it was happening. I kind of thought it was an error at first, but then yeah I saw it and I was like oh my god I like Max I don't want anything bad to happen to him but I'm thinking long-term championship here man yeah well it's like for me I feel like that's it's taking away from that that he's so far off and we're only two races in but at the same time things can even out you never know what's gonna happen three babe we're three races right right (laughs) right (laughs) I think I'm just thinking he hasn't finished two of I don't care if Charles wins you know, as soon as he can, I would like that. I'm up for a boring championship. Let next year's be the close one when like they each George. have one. Like yeah, George. That's yeah. fine. Although he's okay, we'll we'll get there. Yes. But, um and we never I never fully figured out what actually happened with Max's car. All I know is he said he was smelling weird fluid and everything was pooping itself. So yes. after the race, Christian Horner said he suspects it might be another fuel issue. Yeah, but he said it was completely different and that it wasn't going to be a problem with Perez. Yeah. Which confused me. And that me. they still, that they were going to do an investigation and it was like too early to say, so. Yeah. Who knows? That they weren't going to know until the car got back to Mountain Coons on Tuesday. Did he say, I thought he was saying something about it going to Japan. Oh, for the Honda factory, you mean? Yeah. <laughs> the Honda factory that they don't have the engine of? <laughs> yeah. Definitely not a Honda I love engine. how I just said that and like didn't even, yeah. I love Anyways. how even like, I think Ted even said Honda engine a couple times. Mm-hmm. It is. It's basically a Honda engine because they all stayed on board. It's just under Red Bull powertrains, the RVPT. Why would, why would Honda sign up for that? because they knew they were going to give them a horrible engine for this season and they didn't want their name attached to it that's it's um, the master plan yeah um okay so that was a virtual safety car they got the car out pretty quickly and i was praying that didn't go to full safety car because charles had a hefty lead Mm -hmm. um Um, alonzo pits magnuson pits guess who doesn't pit Alex Albon. Alex. He was running P7 and I was like, okay, well, this is amazing, but I was mad confused, by the way, because I hadn't been paying attention to any of the midfield. Mm-hmm. But once Charles had that lead, I was like, okay, let me look. And I noticed mm-hmm. Alex was in the points. And I was like, how did that happen? And then I saw that he hadn't pitted yet. I went to the bathroom and got a snack. So I came back and it was like lap 53. And I was like, all right, Alex has not pitted. There's five laps to go Charles is like 20 seconds up and then mm-hmm. he's like fastest lap and his engineer is like negative 
And he was like, okay, but okay. Yeah. I thought that they might pit Checo because I think he, at one point he was around, it'd be a little close, but he had about a pit stop. He would have lost position. I thought he had like 19 seconds ahead of George. It was only like three at one point. Oh, because he went off. Yeah, he went off. He would have lost position. He probably would have gone behind Lewis. Who got he went off? Um, who? What's his name? Oh. Fernando Alonso grained out his his tires like really quick. Yeah. Um, I have one make note because that's who I was mainly following. Um, at lap forty four, I was starting to like sniff points for him because he was, I think, like twelfth or thirteenth. And Stroll had his five-second penalty still, and he was within that window. Plus, Alex still needed to pit. And so I was like, ooh, could we be getting some points? And then it didn't happen, but yeah. Um, Did we already say Stroll had a five-second penalty? Uh Yeah. We did? Oops. Um, So Fernando Alonso... If you didn't know, now you know. (laughs) Yeah, Fernando Alonso had to brain... No, grained out his tires, so he had to pit again. So he had hards, he pit for mediums, those fell off, and he had to pit for softs um, with, like, three laps to go. Yeah. And then... um, I have that they played Lewis's radio where he said, you put me in a really tough position, and it was totally out of context, and they made it seem like he was talking about how he couldn't attack George and try to gain position mm-hmm. and like it made it seem like the team like they were implementing team orders or something but that was not the case he was having engine difficulties which we found out after the race so yeah. they tried to villainize Lewis which is absolutely not the case at all there yeah, but- is nothing negative between George and Lewis sky sports yeah they tried to pull a drive to survive yeah they tried to they, it's like they want Brosades 2.0. Nobody but else why? wants that. <laughs> I mean, I wouldn't, that. I wouldn't mind it, but they're also not winning right now. So it's not that interesting. Yeah. I mean, it's interesting to see that George is doing very well. He's doing better than I expected him to, I will say. I mean, he's about I where I thought he'd be. I expected him to be very solid, but I really didn't think. Lewis would be as far behind as he is, which it's not a lot, but George is way higher than I thought he would be at this point, if I'm being completely honest. And mm-hmm. that's because of the Red Bull issue is more. Well, I, I do think Lewis would have finished ahead of George today without the, the pit stop thing and if he was able to race him. Right. Mm-hmm. Agree. Right. That's the name of the game. That, um, yeah. Okay, where are we? Um, um, lap 55. Oh, yeah. Alex has not yet pit. They began talking about what would happen if he just finishes. Now, I was thinking, okay, well, he got disqualified. Maybe they didn't put enough fuel in again, and he was just going to try to get as high a position as he could and then just take the disqualification something. But no, they were talking about it, and they don't really know. It was up to the, the direct discretion of the stewards. Yeah, he'd probably get disqualified or finished, like, last. Yeah. Yeah. But they start talking about it. So he's not behind a lap. I don't think he was lap 
or anything, but Mm-mm. he wasn't. But Charles started the last lap. Alex came in mm-hmm. and then came out. And then he crossed the line after Charles had crossed the line. And so then he was solid 10th. Solid 10th. So Williams that got a was point. either they did that totally accidentally or they were using their big brains. Mm-hmm. Which... I don't know, but it <laughs> I like to think off. they just forgot. Like, oh no. <laughs> <laughs> Most race, Alex kept saying he was like they just told him they kept staying out or like he just kept staying out and I'm like okay yeah but, it worked I mean, out Alex has George's engineer so and his team and so mm-hmm. they're great okay so Charles won he also got the fastest lap now there's a whole thing about his fastest lap because I was listening to his radio and it was really the only thing interesting happening so he was, he set the first fastest lap of the race. And then after uh, Max pitted for his hard tires, he set a fast lap. And then they did the safety car restart. Charles took a fast lap and then Max took it back. And then Charles set it again. Okay. A couple laps after that, uh, Max DNFs. Charles asks his engineer if he can go for the fastest lap at the end. And they're like, uh, you already have the fastest lap, so we're not going to worry about that. And Charles was like, all right, whatever. Next lap goes for the fastest lap. And he bests his lap. Um, and then a couple laps after that, they tell him that he's about to start uh, getting in traffic and passing back markers. And Charles says, can I go for the fastest lap? Um before we hit the traffic and they're like negative you have the fastest lap and we don't think anyone is chill (laughs) they're like we don't think yeah we don't think anyone is going to beat it and he's like okay and then he gets through the traffic he's while he's going through the traffic he asks if anyone is pitted for the fastest lap and ferrari says no which is interesting because alonzo had already pitted for softs so maybe they were just looking at like red bull and the mercs but um they said no and charles is like all right he passes mick schumacher which was the last back marker goes for the fastest lap i saw his purple sectors and i was like charles i love you he really said all right bet (laughs) and then so he finishes the race he gets the fastest lap and his time was uh 120 26 and his time before that was 120 96 fernando's last lap with his little soft tires was a 120 84 so if charles didn't go for the fastest lap for the last that last lap fernando would have gotten it he wouldn't have got the point but it would have been a charles wouldn't yeah 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 and then uh, his engineer goes P1, like, congratulations, all that stuff. They're all happy. And then he says, and the fastest lap. And Charles said, I just wanted it. <laughs> and he said, I know. And I was like, oh, my God. Also, and with that. Oh, I have a side note with um, Charles and his radio. They were consistently telling him to um, save his tires. And they were telling him the times he needed to like be at, which was, I believe, a 22.6. Mm-hmm. And he was setting 21s, 22 zeros. 
And that was technically a couple seconds. The 22.6 was like a couple tenths slower than Max was going. But he never uh, did that. He never did the times that they wanted. And then they said, like, watch these corners or whatever, the tires on the curbs. And he would say, was that lap better? And they were like, yeah. But he never went full, like, tire saving mode. Um, Interesting. So I thought that was, yeah, because usually he listens to the team, whatever they say. And this time he was kind of like, I know what's happening. Like, I know how the tires are for me. And I'm going to kind of push it a little. Mm -hmm. And they did, when he was asking about all the fastest lap stuff, they said, just bring the car home. A little he bit did. Of a, he's taking control a bit. And I was mm -hmm. nervous because it could go the other way, but it didn't. So... Yeah. yeah, so he got the fastest lap, and with that, he got the first Grand Slam of his career. Woo! And, uh... I didn't realize yeah. there were so few people who have a Grand Slam. This is, like, 26? Yeah, yeah, Lewis has a good chunk of them, has a good chunk of Grand Slams, though. Yeah. So it is so. Mm -hmm. And not to... Jinx? Actually, no, never mind. No, 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 don't it. say it. Don't yeah, say, it. say it. I read it. That was enough. Um. So yeah, George got his first podium. His first yeah. real podium. What was your reaction, Megan? Wait, 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 wait. wait. The results oh. first. It was okay. Leclerc, Perez, Russell, Hamilton, Norris, Ricardo, Ocon, Botas, Gasly, Albon, Joe Guanyu. I don't know which name to say first. Um. Stroll, Schumacher, Magnuson, Sonoda, Latifi, Alonso, Verstappen, Vettel, and Sainz all DNF'd. Yeah. Verstappen, Vettel, and Sainz all DNF'd. Megan, uh, paint us the picture of your reaction to George's podium. I was a lot more calm than I thought it would be. I was, I was like, is he going to do it? I, I was more like in a Imola 2020 kind of a freaking out that he would just crash on his own spin out kind of thing so mm -hmm. I was like he did it he did it oh my goodness he did it so I I was much better than than I really thought that I would be now if he is fighting for a win I cannot promise I would be as calm as I was but I was I was like this <laughs> but the I, was I was chill I was chill uh, like I had I had a like stomach cramp because I was like so so curled up i've had he was a, the entire last lap don't know where we've heard that before i think uh <laughs> he was a lot calmer than i expected him to be like in the podium celebration parts i think in some of his post-race interviews i didn't watch them but i think he was a little happier but yeah he was pretty happy he was he was not like crazy um there was a Just video to me. it's his first real podium yeah mm -hmm. i thought he would be a little bit more but with with the W13, I guess nobody was really expecting it. And so I think that, yeah, I don't know. He did um, congratulate Williams and Alex on their point. Yeah, that was cute. It was very cute. Because you can take the boy out of Williams, but you can't take the Williams out <laughs> of the boy. Well, plus so. William is his middle name, so you That's really true. can't. You really cannot take the William out of George. <laughs> But yeah, no, I'm really happy. I couldn't stop smiling. It was good. I didn't even watch any of the post-race stuff until 
like tonight I just went straight to bed <laughs> it was that. good and then okay so in, it was two-thirds of my dream podium because my favorite drivers are George Charles and Seb so I got George and Charles Checo was there it's fine <laughs> Seb do you know I yeah I had a specific dream podium for this race of Max Lando and Daniel got none of that <laughs> Daniel and Lando both got points. Daniel yes. got his first points of the season at his home race. Yes. He seemed to have a lot of fun. I yeah, was kind I of said, expecting him to have a whole like US vibe where really annoying. But he was not. He was really wholesome. It was really cute the whole weekend. I was mm-hmm. I was for it. He just His family was there. So happy. His rumored girlfriend, not confirmed girlfriend, was there. Is it the same one? yeah yeah okay i never know um so it was scotty james was there scotty james was there there was this picture of scotty that he posted and he like drew a hat on his face and it was on one side an orange three and the other side and an orange 18 it was a green green 18 18. (laughs) yeah and then i said who are you kidding scotty we know you don't root for (laughs) he has to yeah, because Chloe, Chloe was well, there. Chloe was there, yeah. And they were all at Aston Martin, so we yeah. had to. Yeah. Yeah. But we It'd be blasphemy if he didn't, but... Also, Red Bull. Like, does he... <laughs> he's a Red Bull athlete. really root yeah. for Red Bull. Mm-mm. I mean, I he did when he's... Daniel was there, but he's done Red Bull videos with them. Mm-hmm. Who knows? Yeah. So yeah, that was that was a race. It was it was a good one. Yep. Should we give out our awards? Yeah. Wait, 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 wait. Sorry, I had just had some quick after the checkered flag notes. Okay. Which was the stuff that happened, you know, post race. Ted did yeah. a shoey from a stranger. Yeah. I why? <laughs> I, I would never. Hate it. I, also, I COVID. Not. Yeah. Can you get COVID from drinking out of a stranger's shoe? <laughs> <laughs> Um, there it was the highest attendance of any Australian sporting event ever. Yeah, any weekend. Yeah, and the highest in F one history. Yep. Oh, I didn't know what F1 they beat great. the U.S. Grand Prix from last year by I think about twenty k. Oh, I I when Carlos's interview came on, I said Carlos seems less mad than I thought he would be, and then he said, or I said, I'd say he puts equal blame on himself and the team. And he said that he should have been in the fight for the lead or for the win. And I was like, really? Bro, okay. you started he really? All right. Okay. Um, he still wouldn't have been up there. Okay. Said, Even if he set his time, he would have been like, what, fourth? He still, no. He'd still have no. to keep up with Charles. No, yeah. he was not going to. He was not going to do that. Uh, I said, That's Oscar. what bothers me about him. <laughs> I said, <laughs> Oscar equals smug. Seb looks very unhappy with the car. Ted said Seb said the car wasn't fast enough to name. Um, uh, Alonzo said he should have been on the podium. But he was positive. Like he was in a positive mood. But he should have been on the podium. Megan has thoughts about that. Well, if he had set his qualifying time. Good point. But would he have kept up? Potentially. They didn't do that bad, right? I don't know. 
Oh, and then I have about Carlos and the team photo. You had asked, you texted, did Carlos leave? Because I don't believe he was at the podium celebration. Yeah, that's what I was questioning because I saw some people talking about it and I was like, oh, was he there? Uh huh. I didn't see him. And that's relevant because when Charles DNS in Monaco, he still went out to celebrate with the team and his teammate when he got the podium. And obviously that meant a lot. That was a lot worse for Charles. With DNS in Monaco, then what's Katie? Why are you making the face? Wasn't he like, you know how teams will take a picture after? Yeah, I'm going to get there. He was there. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. So Megan had texted that, that she asked if he had left. And I was like, I don't know. And I mentioned because he wasn't at the podium ceremony. And as that was happening, as the conversation was happening, they came out for the team photo and Charles came out all happy. And Carlos was behind him, looked a little dragged. He was there. I'll give him that. But he was obviously not, not in a great mood. Mm-hmm. And also they do the Ferrari, the Ferraris, Ferrari does their, um, little team message at the end where they talk to the fans and one of them always speaks English and one of them always speaks Italian and it switches off and this week Charles was supposed to speak English and Carlos was supposed to speak Italian this could mean nothing (laughs) but (laughs) Charles did his little English bit and then Carlos did his in English and Charles maybe had a little reaction like that's weird and then it ended hmm literally means nothing (laughs) something to note Um, yeah in the post-race interviews on f1 tv alex and lando were cute oh my gosh that was so fun i hated it so much (laughs) that's why lando got on my e list the two of us are like it was so great and then nicole's just like no it was so cringe for me it was cute it. alex oh not alex lando almost went below alex for me i would prefer that Interesting. alex has never done anything wrong lando yes. can say some things it's his vibe it's his aura i don't like it <laughs> he spent time he with children in an orphanage and was helping elephants and uh-huh and he had to talk about it <laughs> okay true he didn't have to like post about it and stuff unless like they made him or whatever because he doesn't really post that much so they probably made him post but um anyway alex is very sweet my mom agreed my mom said that they need to give alex more attention and she's right Hmm. um now she's get into the awards yeah i really we have awards now and most of them have fun names except for one. So you guys can help us choose the name. Try for to figure it. out which one it is. Yeah. <laughs> um, yeah. If you do send or figure out a name for it, we'll send you an edible arrangement. If you send us the name that we actually use. Yeah. Edible arrangement. We'll send that fruit right on over. <laughs> um, what are we starting with? Edible arrangement. Do you want to sponsor the podcast? That's dope. <laughs> Um, should we start with the you need to calm down moment of the weekend? Sure. Katie opted out of this one, right? Yeah, this one, I just couldn't think of anything. I was like brain dead half the weekend because I'm sick. So I couldn't think of anything. I apologize. I have one. Christian Horner. It's shocking. 
said something to the media that bothered me. Um, so he, and I quote, said, I'd rather make a fast car reliable than make a reliable car fast. And that was 100% a dig at Mercedes, which is ridiculous because Mercedes are not even their main fight right now. It really should mm-hmm. be Ferrari, except Mercedes are pretty like solid, I think. I don't know how solid, but they're pretty there in P2 and the constructors right now and with George P2 in the driver's championship. Woo, go George. Um, so what did George say though? George said something and I was it, like, all right, I have go it. off. Because I said, is ESPN F1 trying to make George a villain? He said, it doesn't matter how fast your car is if it, if it, oh, if you don't make it until the end. Right. And I think he's right. Why would you like want to suffer from reliability issues? So was that in response to Christians? I don't think so. Because that's shady. Because he's clearly coming for the Red Bulls unprompted i don't know what the context of the yeah i have no idea what the context is but i i'm for george's villain arc as long as he's not like red bull level villain arc i'd respect a villain arc okay a little bit of spice we need more than just max this is true so that was my you need to calm down moment um mine was the fia's strange crackdown on jewelry at least it caused so much chaos yeah it was like the start of all the chaos yeah um the drivers were on one this weekend they yeah Yeah, yeah. their pierre said something that i will not quote on this podcast Pierre didn't he kind of go no homo he was like yuki was talking about how they were like boyfriend girlfriend and then pierre was like i moved his chair away and he was like i'm interested in girls i don't like boys I missed that one, but apparently um, his relationship is messy or his home life. Uh, is, something's messy. Yeah, I don't I mean, know. It was all the drivers and had their Max fan... has nipple piercing question mark, <laughs> and Lewis There's has so welded on some of his piercings. Everyone was, was talking about their underwear. Yeah, and that they have to have fireproof underwear, which apparently does they not have exist. it. No, they have it, but they wear. Oscar, I hate that I'm quoting Oscar. Oscar <laughs> said that the problem isn't that they aren't wearing the fireproof underwear. It's that most of them wear their underwear under the fireproof underwear. And they're saying that, that you can't even do that. Yeah, and, and then, so then it brought Horner up went and said that Perez and Verstappen go commando. And I was like, thanks for this just... information I didn't need to know. <laughs> yeah. And then he said that he wasn't going to check. But yeah. He, yeah, he thinks that they go commando. And then um, Pierre was like, if anybody wants us to check, have at it. I'm not going to continue with the quote. He said it in a much more vulgar way. Yeah, yeah. And the drivers uh, were like on next level. They were wild. Mode. Yeah, it Carl- was wild. Carlos and Charles were talking about showering together, sort of. Yeah. Um, and Lando and Daniel were talking about hugging and their hands getting lower. <laughs> the biggest wild. news of the weekend: Charles listened to Harry Styles' new song. Yeah. <laughs> I missed it. So yeah, that was um, the biggest news of the weekend. Yeah, obviously. So the FIA, moral of the story is the FIA needs to chill and let Lewis wear his jewelry because that's yeah. really what it's about. Yeah, and that he cannot take off his earrings because they're the ones that are permanent, and you have to go to a special thingy. 
Yeah. And like he said, you have to chop off his ear or something. Like, chop off the jewelry, not his ear. <laughs> Didn't he say? <laughs> you don't chop off your ear. <laughs> Ted, I don't know if you watched uh, Ted's notebook, but Ted mentioned that um, there's a grace period for the underwear. So they don't have to do it yet. I don't Just know how they're going to check, to be honest. I don't know how they're checking. Yeah. But uh, so he said, I wonder if there's a grace period for the jewelry because Lu- nobody like approached Lewis mm-hmm. about it. So it's he was never been an it. issue before. I don't know why it would suddenly be an issue. I saw uh, is one instance where it was an issue, but I don't remember what the specifics were. Oh, there was also tea about Alonzo and the, the third DRS or the fourth DRS oh yeah so they removed the fourth did we mention it we said we'd mention it and Mm -hmm. i think we forgot between um was it fp3 right before fp3 yeah Mm -hmm. yeah it was right friday and saturday yeah so right before they talked about it friday night um and then they sent the email 20 minutes before fp3 started that they were removing the fourth year s zone um and allegedly it has a lot to do with alonzo Mm -hmm. um saying it should be removed for safety and then max was like the it with the fourth drs zone was still safer than jetta so like what are we doing here um and a lot yeah. of people including christian horner horner were talking about how the race would have been better with the fourth drs zone i think the race was fine without it myself but uh there was a lack of overtaking still yeah i think there there should have been more overtaking than there was uh-huh. And I was worried about it because I was afraid of the Red Bulls and their DRS, but they were never within DRS. So mm-hmm. I guess put it back. I don't know. Shall we move on to our gold star you tried of the weekend? Mm-hmm. Mine is Stroll. Mine too. Okay. That's fair. Because he started, know, started... 19th, finished 12th. He was in the points for a while too. Yeah, and, and even with the penalty. podium, not podium, nope, penalty. <laughs> too many P words. Yeah, he he maintained the same position with his penalty, mm-hmm. but um, yeah, I think he he. I didn't expect him to get that high from where he started yeah. he put with that Aston effort. Martin. Yeah, that's true. Good point. And um, after his practices and stuff with his crashes, so crash. Mine was Daniel Ricardo because it was his home race his best finish of the season his first points finish i think it was really solid low-key no drama weekend for him and that was good yeah. so he tried yep he gets a gold star okay dumpster fire i want to go, go. Slash Vettel. oh yeah Megan, oh. was it the same no oh Ooh. maybe we'll t- well mine was the same Aston martin slash seb so maybe we'll talk ours first um yeah i mean clearly it was was just it was it was no it was a dumpster fire (laughs) with some literal fire thrown in there yeah that's true um okay so mine and i didn't pick aston martin because they've been at the back they haven't had any points so far and so mine was carlos because you don't necessarily expect that coming from Ferrari leading the Constructors' Championship, having the possibility to fight for race wins and whatnot. Carlos just had a 
horrible weekend all the way around. And so I thought that was a little bit more yeah. dumpster fiery. I'd say his horrible weekend didn't start until qualifying though, because he was good in practice and he was that's fair faster than Charles consistently in practice, which was made me really worried because I saw Charles really struggling in practice. And then he <laughs> admitted to struggling a lot. Um but yeah, he there was some issues. You can honestly but, say Sorry, it seems like Ferrari doesn't care that much though. Like yeah. they were still like, what a great weekend. Yeah. With Charles winning um, and you can almost make an argument for Max because he just did not look or feel comfortable all weekend. Yeah. Mm-hmm. But it wasn't as he's bad, been struggling with that Red Bull a bit. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Like I feel like Checo seems more comfortable with the car than Max does. Which is a little bit interesting because it's yeah. not anything anybody's expected. But even yeah. this, I'll give Max again against Carlos. Max was super chill in his post mm-hmm. interview, and he yeah, seems, he was. And he was like pretty lighthearted about it. Yeah, he's like, he's like I frustrated don't focus but on the, jokey. The championship right yeah. now. Yeah, I'm just gonna try to finish races. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and he didn't like blame the team. No. So what's up? What's up, Carlos? Why do people think he's such a nice guy? He's not. I All want right. the world to wake up. <laughs> wholesome moment. Your awe of the week. And I have anybody? two that I can't choose between, and they're both related to Mick. So I guess it's just a wholesome <laughs> person is Mick. I couldn't choose between Mick checking on Seb after his crash in Quali or him saying, holy cow. Yeah, those are both really cute. Those were my two. I can't, I can't, I couldn't figure out which one it is. It's one of the two. It's Mick Schumacher. He is the wholesome moment. Of course. Yeah, I, I could have picked something else, but I chose not to. Um, I'm going to live in this moment, guys. But when Charles won and he, I already mentioned it, but when Charles won and he was talking to his race engineer and he said, I just wanted it for the fastest lap. And then his engineer's little response was so cute. He just said, I know, but his, he had like a little chuckle. Mm-hmm. And he, it was like, it was warm. It was like a hug for me. Aww. It was like approval. And it was like, I get you. <laughs> and I just loved it. Um, it mine, my heart happy. Mine is um, George. Cause you know, we gotta <laughs> stay consistent here. Damn, we're on brand. um when he congratulated alex and williams on his radio Mm -hmm. and it's like this guy can be celebrating his first mercedes podium his first real podium but no he goes and congratulates his best friend and his former team Mm -hmm. i thought that was so cute i was like oh my goodness i didn't know he did it on the radio that's cute on the radio it was so cute that's not very villain of him no it's a a villain arc is not gonna go well i disapprove um ooh, last one do you want to sing it yeah okay hey now you're the all-star of the weekend mine was charles guys that's easy mine i'm not confident in but i said lando because he just like i don't just (laughs) i think maybe more like just mclaren because they did well and it wasn't expected mm-hmm. um so I was like go you that was my reasoning I, I want to say something really quick and I 
I'm kind of worried about jinxing it, but also whatever. Charles has finished first or second in every session so far of the season. Ooh. He's kind of the, the all-star. He would make the all-star team. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Um, mine, I, I say George because first real podium. Real. Emphasize real. <laughs> yeah. Um, I'm going to need to replace the little picture I have on my laptop from Spa with this one because there were some good pictures that came out of it. But honestly, I have to say Charles because his Grand Slam. And I just think that that was really cool and needs to be talked about a whole lot more. Because I love a know, happy Charles. <laughs> I love a happy Charles. Yeah. Because he's so hard on himself when it's not happy. Yeah. But i am stupid yeah that's rough um also god i always go back to his turkey radio Mm -hmm. i like feisty charles too though yeah what did he say that one time my my feelings are not in line with your beliefs something like that something like that (laughs) um pro charles leclerc podcast Mm mm-hmm I'm pro. I could be pro Max too. I just don't want him to win the championship. Yeah, I'm. I'm a. I'm a love to hate Max. Yeah, I don't um, hate him, but I like rooting like not even rooting against him, just against Red Bull. Yeah, if, if yeah, <gasps> against Christian, against Helmet. Yeah. Um, I'm gonna do out in Q1 real quick. Um, because we've already talked a lot, but. So Alex Albon started 16th. No, he didn't. He qualified 16th. <laughs> Shoot. I already messed up. Okay. Kevin Magnuson started 16th? Yeah. And he finished 14th. So no points for uh, either Haas this weekend. Um, did Sebastian Vettel start next? I don't know. I said it once. 17th. There's no way I can say it okay. again. I think Vettel started 17th and um, but qualified 18th. And he DNF'd. Oops. Uh, Latifi started 18th. He qual- or finished 16th. No bueno. Um, Lance Stroll started 19th and he finished 12th. We already talked about how he was in the points for a bit and then kind of fell off. Um, and then Alex Elbon started last and finished 10th. Whoa. So he's, he's he the winner out of, of this segment. <laughs> yes. Yeah. So how does that make you feel? I feel like he was hardly talked about, so I'm fine. There. During the broadcast, after they talked about it, but whatever. Yeah. Shall we get into our Imola predictions? Yeah. Should we recap our Australia predictions? Yeah, we do oh, that yeah. first. All right. So my predictions for poll, I said Leclerc, which I got correct. I think we all did. Yeah, we all said Leclerc. We all got it correct. We all had him winning. We all got that correct. And then we all had Verstappen second. None of us Oops. got that correct. But third, Nicole and I said signs, and Megan said Russell. She was only one off. Or no, you got that one spot right. on. What is, <laughs> I'm a dingus. Um, okay, so then that changes the points only slightly. It just means that I'm further behind. It's fine. <laughs> um, and fastest lap, I said Charles. Did we all say Charles? I said Charles. Oh, you two... You two said Leclerc and I said Verstappen. Mm. So rip me. Um, 
So Nicole is in first with 17 points. Megan's in second with 16, and I'm in third with 14. (laughs) Okay. So let me do a quick preview of Imola, uh, which is Imola and not Imola. Like I was saying, episode one, I am sorry. Um, Why do we call call it Imola if it's Amelia Romagna? Because it's in Imola. Okay. Sorry. I don't know. I just, I think so. And it's in Italy, baby. We've got a Ferrari home race and an Alpha Tauri home race. Less important. Um, it, it's the third right time it'll be there. Max won once, Lewis won once. Um, and they have a contract to 2025. There are 63 laps. And I haven't looked up the layout yet. Hold on. It is the first time that Charles will be going to an Italian Grand Prix where he's leading the championship. I think that sounds really cool. I think he should win another Italian Grand Prix because Tifosi are awesome. I am nervous for this one because George has yet to finish an Imola and they've been pretty bad. So I'm, I'm a little bit nervous. You didn't finish the first time? No, he crashed out under safety car. I'm trying to see DRS zones. There's one detection zone, but are there multiple zones? Oh, I see. There's just one. Hmm. Interesting. How interesting. Fast is the lap usually. Um. Oh wait, I have it up on one fourteen ish. That I can't answer. One fourteen ish. Yeah, that was Lewis's pole position last year. Yeah. Yep. I forgot next one. Yeah, because of Lewis hit that wall or whatever, and then he backed out. It's a sore subject for me. It was your first race. It was, but Charles lost the podium because of the red flag. It's okay. Your driver didn't look like it. Whatever the whatever George did there, I do not condone his his actions. I don't even think he condones his actions. So it looks like there's one DRS zone. And there are turns, <laughs> as tracks tend to have. It, is this the one that looks like a banana slug? Maybe. Kind of. The top bit does. And then it kind of gets a little wonky. Or maybe it the looks bottom like bit, a depending naked on how you look snail. at it. A banana slug. Interesting. Oh, I just heard banana. <laughs> <laughs> banana? Charles? <gasps> okay. All right. I'm going pole position, Charles. I, same. Same. Winner, Charles. I'm afraid of the Red Bull upgrades. They're supposed to make it lighter, and that's supposed True. to be like two tenths or something. Mercedes is supposed to finally bring upgrades. So with that, I'm saying two, three. Hamilton, Russell. Wait, wait, wait. Hang on. Okay, sorry. Sprint race winner. Ah, Charles. Obviously. Oh, darn it. Yeah, I'm going to say Charles because I can't okay. say Matt. And then but... you have for the winner of the race, Charles, Charles. as well. Yeah. Um, and I'm thinking about two and three. Ferrari also said that it's their home race and they might have some stuff. But Charles said they don't want it. He doesn't want them to get too caught up in it. Mm. Megan, what did you say for two and three? Hamilton Russell. Okay. I have confidence in my team. I'm going to say Verstappen second. 
and Hera's third. I did probably the same. more accurate. Yeah. So for my sprint race winner, I said Leclerc, and then for podium, I said Leclerc, Verstappen, sign not signs. Leclerc, Verstappen, Perez. I'm okay. And fastest lap, I'm going Charles. I fastest lap, I'm going signs. I'm going Charles. Okay. I'm interested to see how Carlos reacts. If he bounces back, if he's still, if he's going to lose like all sort of confidence, I'm interested. Because Matias okay. said that they're not ready to assign number one driver, number two driver. So they're still free to race, mm-hmm. which fair enough. Is that it? I just <gasps> do rule of the week. Yep. Rule of the week. This has to do with safety car. It's kind of a continuation of our first rule of the week because it's the next one in line, but it's uh, rule 55.14 of the 2022 Formula One sporting regulation issue five that states um, it's kind of a big rule. This is like the point that matters, but in order to avoid the likelihood of accidents before the safety car returns to the pits from the point at which the light on the car the lights on the car are turned out drivers must proceed at a pace which involves no erratic acceleration or braking nor any other maneuver which is likely to endanger other drivers or impede the restart in other words max can no longer do that thing he does roll. yeah that the specific thing is that the front of the car can't pass the rear wing of the car in front of them and i think this is a very good rule I don't think, I mean, when Max would do it, it kind of messed him up, That's but true. it is kind of, I can see how it would be a safety issue. Um, I think when they made the clarification, they talked about Tuscany uh, when they had that pile up at a restart. Remember that? Yeah. That was bad. I watched it. But... Yeah. There was, there was like four or five cars that crashed. It was scary. Um, I watched that one soon. That was a good one. So, I remember Giovinazzi had a really good helmet that weekend. <laughs> Interesting. Tony G. I miss him. Tony I G for life. I miss him. Is that it? <gasps> yeah. That was the next action. week. Yeah, next week we're going to be talking about um, Drive to Survive episodes 6 through 10. 5 through 10. 6 through 10. Uh, don't forget to follow us on Twitter, Instagram, Tumblr, and TikTok um, at Double Waved Pod. Our TikTok is growing, getting more popular, and it's a lot of fun. So give us a follow and like and subscribe on your platform of choice to our podcast. Thanks for listening. Bye. 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 Thanks for listening and stay racy. 